Welcome, this is Quinn Amorm, QA Sun Online Podcast, and today I have an interview that I recorded with a friend of mine, Andre Tarasenko, who has started and developed over 100 companies. He's generated over 100 million in sales, and I have a great interview with Andre here for you guys. Uh, now, I want to remind you, this is a hour-long interview because we get talking and we could we could talk forever. We actually talked after after the mics were off. We kept on talking. And so if you guys uh, have a shorter commute and you have to break this down into uh, listening uh, two or three days, uh, that's fine. But um, it's a great story. Uh, Andre is... He is a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, a professional athlete. He um, he owns several businesses. He started really young, really young uh, into business, and he's a funnel hacker. He also is a keto tutor. He's one of the people that has been doing keto for many years, so this is not one of those brand new ones that started yesterday. He started over 20 years ago doing keto and just uh, recently he decided to start uh, teaching people and becoming a, a tutor uh, for keto since uh, so many people asked him about it but um, let's not delay you anymore here's the interview today's guest has built over 100 successful businesses he's a pro athlete a grappler brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and he has over 100 million in sales Today, here we have my friend, Andre Tarasenko. Andre, what's happening? Hey, Gwen. Good uh, to be with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, buddy. Thank you for coming. So listen, you've started over, over 100 successful businesses. And guaranteed, there had to be some that are not so successful. Or uh, tell me about something that has not gone good, something that had failed for you. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's always a learning curve. And in our life, we're learning by doing mistakes, usually. I mean, the best lessons we learn when we do mistake because we, we remember them, because they sometimes and very often very um, hard. So I would say in a business, the hardest lesson I learned to not work with friends. So when you have a friend and it's like more than just a relationship uh, than you have with other people and your level of communication and relationship is on certain level, and when you go and you decide to work together and build a business, it brings you to the completely different level of expectations and relationship. And this is the real life when you see each other from inside. Now you see different um, uh, aspects of your friend and he sees or she sees you from different perspective. And I learned in my life uh, uh, by bringing actually one of my businesses to a multi-million uh, dollar uh, level, um, being with a friend in a business, 
that uh, initially I shouldn't do this because it's brought us to the conflict at the end, which was the part of um, our friendship. So at the end of the day, there is no partnership and no friendship together because of money involved. Yeah, that's, it's sad that that is, uh, you, can, you can be really close to somebody as a friend, but in business, not, not every relationship works. Exactly. So how one of my uh, mentors said, um, friends, real friends will always support you and help you. So keep friends as friends because when you need the help this that's why they're there but make money with uh, people who have skills in, and competency for the work you want to do or the business you want to do very good so andre you uh, you were born in eastern europe yeah. and you studied in sweden yeah. and now you live in canada so that's right there. That's already three countries that I know of you travel. That's, uh, that's more than a lot of people. Um, and you've started businesses since, since you were a kid. At eight years old, you started your first one. Uh, yes. so tell me about that. What, uh, what kind of business did you start at the age of eight? Uh, well, um, as you mentioned, uh, I'm from Republic of Moldova. It's one of the former Soviet Union republics uh, between Romania and Ukraine. Very small, small, tiny, but very beautiful. Beautiful women, beautiful, and most Asians, one in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Not harmful feeling to Portuguese people. Mm -hmm. So when Soviet Union collapsed uh, five years prior to this in 1991, uh, from 1986, uh, it was a hard time. So the economy was driving down. So when I was eight, it was 1987, when already wasn't a good time where I was living. So, <clears throat> and I'm thankful for this. So we, we as kids, uh, we were looking for some benefits, playing around, but we didn't have really financial support from our families. So we were looking to buy those uh, gummies or, or candies, you know. So we were sitting one day on the street playing and and I don't know, because it was always in my mind, like I, I, want, I want something and I don't need to ask for anybody, I can get this. But I never thought to steal, to be honest with you. So it came to my mind, what about if we, if we take buckets and go and try to wash somebody's cars? And Probably it was because I was washing all the time a uh, car of my dad and I was enjoying this because I, I could go inside and play around, you know. So I had really good dedicated friends with me. So it's four of us, we went uh, on the road and we started <laughs> tried to stop cars and for, I don't remember, like for an hour or maybe more than an hour, uh, nobody stopped. And we almost were, you know, Close, close to leave this idea. And, and it's like in the book, um, Napoleon Hill, he's saying about these three feats before the gold, right? Right before we 
always almost collapsed, this guy stopped. And he was blessing for us. He, he stopped, what do you want, guys? He asked. He said, oh, we, we can wash your car really fast, quick. And <laughs> he said, how much you want? I don't remember how much we charged him. He gave us even more. But it took us so long, like almost an hour, I think. I remember he smiled. He was laughing, looking at us. But this gave me, I think, the best um, lesson for my next businesses that I launched that to not give up, you know, like at eight years old, I realized that you should not give up. So this was my first experience. I actually uh, never continued washing cars. It was my first and last time. Uh, but some of my friends actually were making good money with that and working for years, washing yeah. cars from that moment. So you guys would just grab the buckets and soap and go by a stoplight and stop the cars and ask to wash? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a hill actually, um, to, uh, big, huge hill, 150 meters, I think, around 150 meters to get to the water, get from the pond. And it's very steep. So <laughs> it, was, it was funny, yeah. Nice. And you're also a professional athlete. Uh, athlete. You're a um, grappler. Yes. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Uh, so yes. do you, how often do you, do you fight and do you train mixed with your businesses? I guess it takes a lot of your time too. Um, yes, it's, um, it's actually my lifestyle. Uh, I'm a stoic. I'm following stoicism and uh, being a grappler and being a martial artist, I, I live as almost like a warrior uh, and I train every single day. Um, I don't compete as I used to compete, but I am um, preparing for different competitions a few times a year. I used to compete a few times a month. Um, but for last two years, uh, I had transition uh, period when developing different businesses and moving from one province in Canada to another one, establishing new place, uh, buying new place, developing. I didn't compete that much, but um, yeah, uh, I love competing because it's always remind me that you have to compete in life you should not stop competing in the life because we always having opportunity to um, think, oh, again, something happened or oh, some negativity happening in our mind. So by practicing these martial arts and giving me opportunity to live more positive life and with pride. Very good. And you're also into keto. I know you just launched a new company yes. and you're, you're a keto tutor. So tell me, first of all, what is a keto tutor for the ones that don't know? And uh, let's talk a bit about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. This is actually uh, the most passion project in my life. I started last year. Um, 
I was actually forced by so many relatives to do this. And I have to say a story behind this because uh, it all has to do with my father who was diagnosed with a cancer 20 years ago. And to make this short, we beat the cancer. I'm expressing myself, we beat the cancer uh, with a long fasting. It was over 40 days fasting. We did this together and we maintained the healthy lifestyle uh, of his body for last 20 years with a ketogenic approach. So what is ketogenic? Uh, it's a form of um, uh, energy, consuming energy by our body uh, instead of consuming from our glycogen store in form of <clears throat> glucose that comes from carbohydrates. So it's a form of consuming energy from our fats in our cells in form of ketones. So by doing this, you helping your body to uh, eliminate inflammation, which is the most important part, actually in our health, whole entire health. It's all about inflammation. All disease has to do with inflammation. All bruises has to do with inflammation. Cancer is inflammatory disease. So when you know how to control your inflammation, you have an opportunity to, to succeed in uh, being healthy. So this is short form of my story, how I came to this uh, project. So around, it started around three years ago. My, my wife, my brother, uh, many of my friends were saying, Andre, every time we meet you, like, yeah, we're discussing here, there, but every time we meet you, all conversation comes to this. To this topic and you, you can talk like forever about this and <laughs> and that's why i came to conclusion that i need to do something with that and a year ago ketonify company was born and i'm partnered up with um, a very successful um uh, person who has experience over 10 years in health and wellness as well as the supplement business so we partnered up and we formed this company and our goal uh, to not just help people, but transform and change over a million people's lives by um, being fat adopted. We call this being fat adopted because um, this is the goal of ketogenic diet. Very good. And you said Ketonify was um, started a year ago and this is, it has been launched now? Yes, exactly. So we launched um, our project uh, actually three weeks ago. Yeah. So what we're doing at the moment, because this is very booming um, niche, I would say. Uh, if you go on the Google Trends, you'll be shocked. Like there is no even close to keto, um, like even paleo diet in terms of numbers around 20 when keto is 100 today and it's growing dramatically uh, atkins diet was something close to paleo but never beat the paleo so people like really are, um, hope they, they got a new hope to be healthy to finally lose fat because um, ketogenic diet is really a real deal 
So around three weeks ago, we launched um, our business officially with three products. So we're, we're not like any other companies uh, that promoting ketogenic diet or uh, keto lifestyle. Yeah. So we, um, we came to conclusion that we want not just help people, but we want to do something that will give them long-term value. And that's why we have this project in place. So all steps we're doing, we're doing towards uh, helping people naturally achieve their goals. This uh, Ketonify is just products and, or it's more than just products? Yeah, of course. It's more than just products. It's a, it's a whole movement. So... People call me Keto Tutor because I've been helping people for the last 10 years, hundreds of people, um, helping for free, volunteering, uh, no money involved um, with uh, health, not just losing fat, but actually living healthy life uh, with energy and uh, maintaining health. So, and I took, I took this approach into my company. So... We're mentioning products. Yes, we do have physical products, but at the same time, we, uh, we're providing people um, a good platform in the form of a Facebook group where we're exchanging our experiencing. We're helping them to uh, achieve their goals and we support by ins- inspiring them and uh, by um, advising what to do and how to do because there are so many different aspects in in this direction that you need to know in order to succeed also we uh we're launching uh the coaching program um at the moment that will help people to achieve their goals by having access one-on-one uh with me um it's uh something that i believe valuable and important like every Every successful person, doesn't matter, athlete or celebrity, uh, have coaches. Brad is a coach to public speaking or performance coach or diet coach. Uh, Yes, you can rely on your own desire and your own ability and power um, to have a successful plan. But unfortunately, statistics show us a different things and different numbers unfortunately 98% of people fail so that's why I came to conclusion that I want to give opportunity to people to succeed and that's why we're working on releasing our uh, coaching program as well okay and so when so many people fail when they start diets because normally a diet means that you have to change your habits and people don't like changing their habits. Why would it work with keto? Yeah, a uh, very, very good question because there is a science behind this and I don't know which other diet has the same, same kind of science. Um, and that's why we have uh, this idea about the coaching because the science showing us if you want to get rid of bad habits or you want to build a new habit, you need to give yourself 66 days. 
I don't know if you heard about this, but 66 days looks like a magic number. So for example, um, if you want to build a habit to wake up every single morning, you have to stick for these 66 days and you, you'll be amazed that you build a new habit. You want to quit smoking, you'll be amazed in 66 days by surviving as an adult, um, but telling yourself, I need to survive during 66 days. You'll be amazed that you almost done with uh, smoking same thing here all our approach in our uh, project has to do with these magic numbers and of course some other techniques but as i mentioned when you become a fat adopted that's why i'm kind of uh making this diet like no others because as soon as you fat adopted and i usually saying about 66 days you need to be a fat adapted. For some people, it's early. Uh, then the real magic coming in place. You'll be shocked how fast you can be satisfied with the food. That you don't have cravings anymore for sugars. And you don't have cravings for carbs, etc. And you'll be shocked how much energy you have. So many other phenomenal aspects happening with your life. When you come to the stage to being fat adopted and that's why i strongly believe not just because i have this 20 years of my career with akita but just because i see every single day all these successful uh, stories of people going through uh keto lifestyle and changing their life for the best okay and just to dismystify a little bit of what some people think is being a keto or being part of the keto diet is it just eating fat and just eating meat awesome very good question i love it and this is that's why i'm saying we need this coaching because there are so many gurus that putting people into very misconception stage um, and actually majority of them saying what you just mentioned, Oh, um, you, you need to eat fat as much as possible. So, um, in reality, it has to do with controlling your insulin spikes. Okay. So uh, I have to go and dive a little bit deeper here and I'll try to be sure. So I mentioned previously about, um, inflam inflammation on inflammatory stage of your body. So in order to control inflammation in your body, you need to control your insulin spikes because insulin, it's a, um, it's a builder hormone. It can build muscles and actually it can build your fat. So, and it has to do also in combination of chemistry uh, when you can support your inflammatory stage by spiking insulin. So when you know this, it's giving you right now tools to manage your life by not spiking insulin and have your uh, body um, feel greater because right now you don't have that much inflammation going on in your body. Now, by knowing this, you should understand that actually Controlling insulin has nothing to do with eating too much fat. It just has to do with not eating too much 
carbohydrates. This is the most important part. Now, uh, and this is misconception. People, um, people say, uh, people know that you should eat certain, you should not eat more than certain amount of carbs. And some people saying 50, some people saying 20. I would say 20 is the best. So control 20. But then they're saying you should rely on fat as much as possible. And there is evidence actually that fat can spike your insulin too. Um, but on the same time, calories are calories. So when you're overeating your calories and you don't spend those calories, you don't see progression. This is where many people fail. There are many other aspects of the fat as well, but the most important part I would say here is actually controlling carbohydrates intake. Now, protein and other macros. Uh, I do strongly believe, because I've been working with so many people, uh, you need to eat proteins. And as you're getting older, you need to eat more proteins because it has to do with your muscles building concept. It has to do with your um, mitochondria as well, it, with many other metabolic um, uh, processes in your body. So the ratio for everything is important, but I would say the most important part, you don't need to eat that much fat as many people saying on ketogenic diet Very good. as you need to control your carbohydrates intake so that means carbs would be the number one enemy uh and not really the sugar well sugar is part of carbs right carbs uh comes from in form of fiber and sugar so um by knowing this you understand it's it's, it's sugar are carbohydrates so it's it's all has to do with controlling uh, how much you take intake every on a daily basis. So if you can control your insulin spikes, yeah, does that mean you can control certain types of diabetes? Yes, exactly. Actually, one of my uh, podcast was with a person from Australia, and he has phenomenal blog. Um, and his desire to start this journey was based on his wife, um, diabetes. And uh, it's a very huge topic, but in generally, it's there are different types of diabetes. But generally saying yes, my answer is yes. Because as soon as you start controlling your insulin spike, you will not need that much insulin intake artificially in form of injections. And now you will have more energy. Now and you will have more stable sugar balance in your body, which is which is crucial for diabetic people. Exactly. So uh, keto giving uh, diabetic people opportunity right now to change their life as well. And there are there certain foods that are like the the best thing that a person in keto would, would want? Um, I, don't, I don't want to um, uh, discriminate people who are vegetarians because there are ways to be in keto and being vegetarian. But I personally, I personally rely on meat. And I think uh, especially animal organs, uh, 
I'm a hunter as well. And historically speaking, um, I, I believe you don't, you will not find so much balance, nutrition balance as you can find in organs and in meat. Uh, if just to compare with any other, um, nutritionally speaking, uh, plants, you, you need way more consumption in form of, uh, grams or kilograms that you can get from meat or, or, or animal, uh, organs. Uh, for example, uh, just a liver, a liver itself in 50 grams, uh, enormous amount of minerals and vitamins so if to speak about preference of food i like meat and meat it's a balanced combination of um, insulin spikes and your energy and it's giving you opportunity to have a really healthy uh, digestion system as well as the gut health but i have to say that when we talk about the meat I'm preferring the uh, gaming meat, which is wild meat. Uh, if you cannot get that one, of course, your next choice should be organic meat. And even organic meat doesn't say that much. You should know what that animal was fed with because uh, some grains, they come with a genetically modified approach and it's also give animals meat a different um, structure so yeah if yeah so that's that's something else too that the the meat that is being grown nowadays uh, you never know what ha they have what they've been eating what they've been injected with like growth hormones and stuff uh, so you're yes. saying that not all meat is good meat you still have to find the organic, grass-fed, and antibiotics-free. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One thing I can mention here, because this is a business podcast, right? Um, I helping different business uh, people also uh, to have ketogenic approach because I believe by controlling your insulin spikes you actually control your energy and we know as a business owners how important to have energy during the day because most of our work happening inside of our brain and 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 we know fatigue and and being without energy is an issue for many business owners so being fat adapted is giving you opportunity to actually focus on what you love to do not being dependent on the food so by by not having to not being hungry all the time uh do you believe that you can be more focused on your work yeah definitely uh exactly you can be more productive and i can promise that you can be twice product much productive as you right now if you uh one of those who is experiencing fatigues um, lack of energy um, because your brain will function differently your um, overall lifestyle will be a completely changed because you will have I call this hormone 
hormones game in place. Now you feel more happy during the day and sometimes you'll be shocked like you never felt that that previously and it's again has to do with insulin spikes. And the proof of his like let's let's imagine kids that eating too much sugar. They're hyperactive and what's happening after? Boom, collapsing. Crash. Crashed because of it's it's because of insulin spike. So when you regulate this, your body is telling you, thank you so much, I will give you back. Now your body finds on its own how to function properly. And it's one thing, but to be more specific here, now your brain is actually consuming like a jet fuel instead of um, simple gasoline. Now you're giving your body like the best of the best. But, of course, there is a transition zone, adaptation zone. Before you start feeling that, you actually need your body adjust to this stage. How about caffeine? That's something that I don't live without. I always have my coffee, and well, several of them. How is that caffeine? Um, does that do the same thing? Give me a spike, and of course, it's not insulin from caffeine, but it does give me a spike. And does, are there lows? And does that influence anything in keto? Um, yeah, it's actually a big movement about the uh, the coffee right now. And I love coffee myself. I drink coffee myself. Um, but uh, what I want to say here: we all are different people. And we build different, we were created different. And for some people, some products uh, will not be a good fit. And I will not go deeper like who are those people, but if you have problem with sleep or um, you actually feel that you start being dependent on caffeine, I mean, without caffeine, you can leave. It means it's actually controlling you. It means that you need to do something about that. And usually I'm saying to people, it's like, it's, it's, it's hard for those who are actually drinking over five cups a day, but you need to reset your body and try to reset, try to give yourself fasting without coffee. So just at least 10 to 14 days. So two weeks without coffee to see if you can feel better. Um, and the ketogenic diet, um, because people trying to combine intermediate fasting is an, it's another thing, um, and and keto together. So intermediate fasting is when you don't eat more hours, and your window of eating is less than your fasting window. It calls intermediate fasting. So and people actually um, helping themselves to extend this um, time with um, caffeine because caffeine helping you to control your hunger. And they, some of those people, they drinking too much and then they have sleep problems. Um, I love coffee, as I said, and I recommending to, um, to drink coffee but I'm always trying to say, if something controlling you, make sure to not have this in place. 
And I can give an um, advice actually on coffee. Um, coffee can be very toxic. And I've been studying coffee actually. Uh, I would suggest people to find a good coffee by having research on organic coffee and single origin. What it means by single origin, it's not a blended coffee. Usually blended coffee, it's almost left over. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not uh, a good coffee uh, that you want to get into your body. And usually it's a lot of pesticides and many other chemicals that were sprayed on a coffee plantations. So the single origin, it means from one farm, mm -hmm. from one person. And it's usually like even picked by hands. So organic single origin, this is way to go. There are many other aspects you want to look for coffee, but this is what I would suggest. Nice. And about other businesses that you have had, you've started several, several businesses. What's other, another business that uh, had been your passion? This is your biggest one, of course. Uh, well, it's a new startup. Um, I actually having a business consulting company on the same time. And right now I'm focusing on this new startup, but I've been doing business consulting for over 20 years. Um, and this was one of the best feeling ever I had. I like helping people. So I've been helping small and middle-sized businesses. And then I uh, slightly uh, uh, made transition into the middle size of businesses only. Um, uh, and this is, was actually a blessing for me because, um, I had the opportunity to work with offline businesses starting my journey after I graduated. Um, and then I shifted to online businesses with the same approach. And I had a really good successful rate with people and it, it was something that I really enjoying to do as well. And you're also a funnel hacker and uh, a lot of people probably don't know what this is. So would you want to explain, cause I know you have masterminds with some of the biggest uh, funnel minds in the world and you're part of sort of some big groups out there. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're always learning. Like um, I think, I'll be a student all my life because uh, life is always changing. That's why we're part of different masterminds. Uh, yeah, what is funnel hacker? It's, um, it's when you actually uh, looking on the market today and you see you take like any niche and you see what is performing well and you're using different tools uh, to find out this. And it doesn't mean like you're stealing somebody's idea. You, it's, it means that you look what is working today on the market, right? And this is the best approach uh, to find what works well today. Go, just copy this into your project and you have better opportunity and more, more chances to succeed rather than go and create brand new things and hope that this will work. Exactly. So don't reinvent the wheel. Look for what's working and just replicate what's working for others and 
And sometimes you'll be shocked. And this was from my online experience, like especially with funnels, is it's crazy. I would say it's it's really crazy because sometimes, like especially in, in supplement uh, business, you go and you want to launch a, a product, and now you're researching what works well because it's not just what the product works well. You also want to know uh, your audience, your uh, avatar right where is your target group and this is where the real uh, hacking part happening because you want to understand if you create a funnel it will be exactly for your audience and it has to do with so many aspects copy um, um, style of your funnel even even color of your buttons and overall design and sometimes you'd be crazy shocked what type of funnels convert wells. Because you look at this funnel and sometimes you feel like, this is ugly. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it doesn't look nice. But then you build a funnel like beautiful, like art. And it doesn't even, cl- it doesn't convert even close to the, that ugly funnel. Because it has to do with many, many aspects of what people experiencing and what they trust and how they feel when they're landing on your particular funnel. Very good. And how, how are some of the techniques that you use to find your customer's avatar? How do you know who exactly is your client? Um, yeah. So it has to do with what you're doing. So, if it's our ketogenic niche, there are many other avatars you should consider. For, uh, and I'll give you an example. I'm an athlete, right? And I like to work with athletes. And my avatar, if I take the athletic approach, will be uh, athletes. So I have to learn everything possible about at- athletes who want to succeed, who want to perform, etc. So, and we do deep research. And we create ideal avatar phase by even giving that avatar name. We, we create story behind that avatar. And what we're doing actually, why we're doing this, because we take a scale of at least 1,000 people who has the same similarity in their life. For example, they're married. They're over 25. They're doing same sport. Uh, they have same lifestyle. They're following same artists. Uh, they like to watch same shows, etc., etc., etc. So we want to find out the common things in our niche, and then we're creating a story, and and this story helping us to build actually a business with our team. Because now, as soon as someone coming into our team as a new member. We, we explain our, them about our business, but now we explain them about our avatar. So when they're doing part of their duty, even like uh, controlling social media or writing email or driving traffic, they know our avatar, you know? And if someone doing some mistake, they say, oh, I sure we talking with our avatar? Some people actually uh, even not related to their responsibility can correct because they know our avatar. Yeah, I think 
I think this is success of any business to know who you're talking to. I think so too. And do you know of any tools for, for example, one of the easy ways to, to go look for an audience is if I start a company that sells, uh, I don't know, uh, silicone spatulas, I would go find the biggest silicone spatula seller out there, a competitor, look for his audience and just try to realize who my audience is. Is there any tools that you know of that can study somebody else's audience? Yes. So what we do actually, uh, we have a very, very specific uh, procedure what we do. Um, we like Amazon. We love Amazon. If we talk about the online business, we love Amazon. Amazon today is actually, yeah, it's a competition for Google, right? It's like a huge library for everything. So what we're doing, we go and we're trying to find um, books related to our niche. And, and the secret sauce here, as you find a book related to your niche, uh, you go to those um, comments people making, right? Or reviews. Amazon people know what is reviews about. <laughs> yeah. So you go and you're trying to find real reviews and you start seeing what people, how people are expressing themselves and what they're saying. And now you start feeling uh, a language of people. Now you start feeling like how they express themselves, what they're saying, and you'll be amazed like what you can find with doing this research. People sometimes can point to you good and bad things. Sometimes they even can give you a business idea what you need to do actually by just reading those reviews. I, it's happened with me. We had like this one funnel that was crazy by just doing this particular um, uh, exercise. Uh, also, uh, we 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 using um, Facebook um, Insights. So Facebook Insights is a very very unique uh, and free tool you can use today to find the audience in your niche, and and you go um, in Facebook Insights, you type your niche um, uh, key uh, keys and trying to find um, your audience first, and then. By doing this, you can find so many features related to this. Uh, what people like, what is um, a most liked page, uh, what is celebrity they're following, etc., etc. Related page to your niche, and then you dive so deep into this topic. And this topic, uh, this procedure can take time. What you do next, you go to uh, those pages. Of course, you do in spreadsheet. Now you're trying to find dedicated fans and you're trying to find people who actually writing long posts they comment and they take time to comment it means they care and and you will find those people you find those people now you take those people go to their profiles you go to their profiles and then the number one thing you want to, uh, to, to look at is actually what they like. And every Facebook profile, there is a button where you can, <laughs> it's open information to see what those people like. And you can see what pages they like. Now, you, you don't need to do this, actually. You can, you can outsource this to VAs, virtual assistants, 
who can do this for you. So now you're creating a Google spreadsheet where your goal to find common things. So now you're creating your avatar spreadsheet list and you make, okay, the first row will be what they like. And you're trying to find the same page they like. So when you find similarity or common things in your avatar, you can build right now your avatar um, picture. And when you be building an offer for your market, you will know so much already about your avatar and their desire. You'll be able to speak same language. You'll be able to create offer that resonate with their desire and their needs. Also, what we're doing as a funnel hacking, we actually spying on our people. Oh, what Andre is saying, they're spying. But we, we're doing this for the best. And it's, it's, uh, it's official tool that people can use. Many companies providing this. Hot jars, uh, mouse flow, uh, orange. And in e-commerce, it's, it's, it's a very common thing. It's what you're doing. You're actually recording experience of people when they're landing on your page. Or other people saying you, uh, they use uh, heat maps also. Uh, why you need this? Uh, we call spying because it's really spying. But you want to improve your offer. The only reason you use this tool is not by sitting and like, oh, he's clicking here, oh, he's clicking there. No, you want to find out how to improve your offer. And sometimes you also be surprised. You, you can find mistakes, your own mistakes that you created in the funnel by actually watching how people experiencing your funnel. And just for the record, for those that are listening, when Andre says that we um, marketers do this all the time and you're not looking at, you don't know who the person is, right? You don't know if it is Andre that's on your computer or Andre's wife or the neighbor. You know that somebody is there and you can see where they're looking at, where their mouse is going. And just so you know, they're not tracking a particular person and also just for the disclaimer if any transaction is done that involves credit card or that cannot be recorded softwares don't record credit card numbers um, that's why you always go to https sites that are secure sites and you mentioned that uh, you can find mistakes and i have i have the same kind of tools and heat maps where i can track what my visitors are, are doing on some of my e-commerce sites. And it's pretty, pretty cool that on, on one of them, I could see that you can see the duration and it plays for, for us when we're looking at it, it plays almost like a video of our web page and you can see the person's mouse where it's going. And the ones that had a longer duration, you know, sometimes people go on your website and they're there for one minute, two minutes. And I could see some of them for 15, 20 minutes and one hour. And when somebody's on your site for one hour, yeah. uh, let me tell you, there's only one thing they could be doing. And that is nothing. They were on your site and they walked away, they forgot it. So that's when somebody spends that amount of time on your site, 
is, uh, you know, life happens. Somebody call them lunchtime, dinner time. They walked away, and uh, there's nothing happening. But the the 15, 10 minutes, I noticed I found mistakes on my sites. And there was buttons that people clicked, and they were trying to contact the page. And when they went on to try to contact the page, it would never send. So they could fill a form, tell me what was wrong, uh, what they wanted, and the form would not send. So it's always get an error. And I wasn't getting any contacts. I wasn't getting any information uh, unless I watched these videos. And that's how I realized that my contact us page wasn't actually working. So nice. positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you a funny story. Uh, we launched, we launched, uh, my wife decided to go into the um, uh, e-commerce and she was doing drop shipping very successfully. Actually, she was driving um, traffic, Facebook and, now she had already experience and now she's launching new funnel and she was pretty sure that this funnel will be like crazy like nice everything will, will be good so she's launching driving traffic no sales for two three days she's like oh my gosh what's going on i was like i was so confident because it was funnel she took offer from shopify store and supposed to be like right now bare conversions so <laughs> So we like, I asked her, did, did you see what people are experiencing when they landing on your page? Like, go and check. So here we go. We're looking and it was like first, second, and then third, third recordings. And, I, and I'm saying like, do you know what is the problem? I said, what? Tell me where they can input their credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> No, so she didn't have, imagine like this is a big mistake, but it was something, something like because she was too busy, she was like working hard actually, and she just forgot simple but most important part, you know? Yeah, I've done one similar, and uh, I'll just tell it here really quick, but it was, um, you know, merch by Amazon, where yeah. you create uh, merchandise and Amazon fulfills it. And there was one that was related to only one Canadian city. And I did this shirt and it was just for that Canadian city. And normally when I, when I create uh, merch, uh, it's just general for anybody. And for that particular one, I created a Facebook campaign because that was going to be so good. And I was going to sell it to one city, the entire city. And I created that. I created a Facebook campaign launched it and none sold none no one and on amazon you cannot see where people were clicking or in anything so i decided after a while i turned off the facebook campaign and i went there to figure it out i wanted one myself and i went to buy one myself and when i got to the checkout amazon told me we do not ship this item to canada so wow. that's what that's what happened with everybody. <laughs> they were clicking on my ad. They were going there. They can add to cart, but you cannot. They wouldn't ship to Canada. So that was it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We're learning. We're learning this. <laughs> yeah. Testing. Testing. Exactly. Yeah. Testing. So, Andre, uh, you mentioned your wife. You've been married for over 20 years and for over no, 20 no, no. years. 15. 15. 15? I'm married 15, but... 
I met this girl exactly 20 years ago. Okay. You've been together 20 years. Exactly, yeah. And you're still madly in love with her today as you were 20 years ago. Yes, yes. And, uh, uh, good I, thing you said yes. <laughs> yeah, very good. Andre, congratulations. You have a beautiful family and uh, nice kids. Do you also teach kids? I saw, I saw some videos of you uh, wrestling with kids. Are you an uh, instructor too? Yes. Um, yeah, part of my um, martial artist journey is teaching, and I teach uh, twice, twice a week. Um, I teach adults. Uh, and of course I teach my kids as well and they they enjoying this I believe I gave them opportunity to have the best skills they could have uh, mentally and physically speaking so all my three kids my two girls six uh, nine practicing jujitsu and my son who's 13 as well practicing jujitsu and they all three competing um, which I also think important for giving kids opportunity to compete in any competition so they they know what is life about because um, because they need to learn as soon as possible that there is failures right as your podcast fail fast so I'm giving them opportunity to fail fast as soon as possible and and I will add you here one thing my uh, oldest daughter uh, she she's doing jujitsu for two years already, and she's been competing. I think like seven, eight times, and she never placed any place. And she she was frustrated, of course, but she's always wanted to compete. And last competition, she won gold, and this gold was so sweet because she had really really um, hard competitors. And she had already good skills in place. I was shocked. I was crying because I seen her using techniques. It means that she learned something. And she learned that she had so many failures in her life. And when she won gold, you should see her emotions. She won this with all integrity, all pride. And she said to me in eight years old, I did this. You know? Let me ask you something about that because it's something that personally I disagree with and I want to hear your opinion is when kids now go into a competition and they come in the last place and they are given a medal, do you agree with giving a medal to the last place? No. No. Um because same same as you have name of your podcast, I repeat myself. Um, kids need to learn how to deal with failures. And when you give them opportunity to think that it's okay to fail, because you, it's still, I mean, it's okay to fail and, and to leave this as it is and to not learn from it, this, that you're still getting some award from there. It's not, it's not real life. So when they're growing as adults, I believe these people will have harder life because they would not know how to deal with real failures in their life. Exactly. That and the fact that 
the person that won is going to get the medal just like the last one is going to take the value of the one that actually won and worked out, worked hard to, to get this. Yeah, and our obligation as parents to have conversation, to teach them, to explain them what's going on, why. Even if it will take 10 times to explain, 100 times to explain, the work can sharp the stone. And, and this is what happened with my, my daughter. You know, another example of my son. <laughs> uh, last competition he had a th few months ago, we went to Vancouver and he signed up and he didn't see divisions, uh, his division, who is in his division. And I don't like to look myself when I'm competing, but because of his brother-in-law, my nephew, uh, he called my son, he said, did you see who's in your division? And, and my son comes to me completely sad, kind of like under pressure. And he said, you know what? There are these two brothers and those two brothers in his division and those two brothers, like phenomenal guys. They, they train three times a day uh, versus my son three times a week. And they just super technicals, like they dedicating all, almost their life uh, into this sport. And, and my son was um, very emotional and he's a very humble guy, um, not aggressive. And he was almost close to quit, to not even go to the competition. Imagine without like, he almost was ready to give up. So I had this conversation with him. I explained him that you see, he still need to go and have this experience. And here we go. We went and he had four four rolls with them four fights with those guys two of which and he lost both uh both uh, uh brothers for all four times one of those fights he gave his best he almost submit the guy but here's the thing again after everything we went to a restaurant my son came to me he's almost he's teenager 13 years old he hugged me so hard and he said to me to my ear thank you so much i know and i understand why i should come here and i really appreciate that you helped me to come here and learn so much from this competition today and it doesn't matter that i actually failed because i learned so much especially because of that one fight, which was the third one. Uh, he was close to submit the guy. He had him in a triangle. But the guy, because of his techniques, he was able to get out. But for me personally, this was one of the best victory ever in my life when my son expressed himself this way. That's so it was fun something fantastic that you can have. That is, that is fantastic. And, and, and he didn't fail, even though he didn't win the fights. Failing was giving up. That would have been the failure. Going to this, is that was a win. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know uh, why I love this sport? Because it's kind of creating artificially stage of your life when you want to give up, especially in competition. When you go to competition and train in the club, it's two different things. 
completely two different things. And when you go and you compete, and this is what I will tell you from my experience, after each role you want to give up because you, don't, you feel you don't have energy. You, you're so exhausted. You're like, oh, I don't, want, I don't want this anymore because so much cortisol, so much stress. But as soon as you're done and you tried this once, you're almost like addicted right now because, because you, you understand that you went to the life experience you, which you cannot buy. It's impossible to buy this experience. That's for, that's for sure. So, Andre, before I let you go, I want to ask you about a favorite book that you have that has changed you. Hmm. Favorite book. Uh, let me actually show you one. Uh, this book changed my life. It's a miracle morning book. And I know my business partner in Ketonify project on a journey to change his life and it changed my wife's life. I know it changed my, one of my e-commerce mentors lives. This is how I was actually able to discover this book through him. Uh, his name is Trey Llewellyn. Uh, and many other people I know personally, they were able to change their lives. Why and how? Imagine as a business owner to deal right now not with managing your time but adding more time in your life. How about adding one day in your week or over 50 days a year? 50 days a year, it's one and a half month additional in a year. Instead of having 12 months, now you have 13, for some people, 14 months a year. How come? And I'll explain you. Yes, it has to do with managing your time, but it has to do with actually disciplining yourself, waking up earlier than anybody. And you can start from 6 a.m. For some people, maybe 7 a.m. But your goal is to be at least at 5 or 4. Or if, if to be honest with you, 3 is the best. 3 3 a.m. Now, what you can do, you can go to the bed together with your kids, but you can be done by the time kids is over from their school. This is how my, actually, lifestyle looks like. I'm waking up between 4 and 5. I work all day. I have break when i waking up kids, take them to the school, but I work all day until they in the school and then I take them from the school and this is when my day is over and it's usually by three o'clock and I work more than eight hours a day but there are so many certain aspects that needs to be explained here but I will say only one your productivity will skyrocket because your brain functioning way better in those hours in the morning way way better it's almost impossible to compare with when you wake up at eight or nine so that's why it's giving you and so many ideas or decisions happening during those hours and i'm talking from my personal experience and many others so if you never heard about this miracle morning is the way to go 
And I want to tell you that there are many, many famous people uh, doing this. Billionaires. Now, I've heard of a couple, um, couple of those billionaires that I every now and then watch their uh, videos, inspirational videos, and they do mention, they never mentioned the book, but they mentioned that they do that. Some of them do get up at 3 a.m. And uh, it's, it's hard for certain people that are used to being nocturnal and sometimes working until 3 a.m., which sometimes I, uh, um, on my other podcast, sometimes uh, 3 a.m. is when I launch it. And, but yeah, I'm going to have a look at that. And for everybody else listening, it is The Miracle Morning or Miracle Mornings. And who's the author? Hal Elrod. All right, Hal Hellrod. Very good. And uh, to everybody that's interested in knowing more about keto, uh, knowing more about Ketonify, where do they find you? Yeah, so they can actually find uh, our two ways. Um, they can actually download my free book, ketobook.online. It will bring you to the um, uh, opportunity to uh, download for free uh, my book. And our company uh, website is ketonifyfi at the end.com. So it's ketonify.com. Awesome. I'll have that on the show notes. And it's ketonify.com and ketobook.online. Exactly. And if you want to see um, what is our whole entire umbrella company about uh, and learn about a little bit about myself and my business partner, uh, you can go to our uh, company website, stoic.group. 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 Awesome. I'll add that to the show notes as well. Andre, thank you so much for coming. It was a pleasure. And uh, we'll we'll keep in touch, of course, like we always do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. No problem. Have a good one. You do.